Um, this thing is basically, uh, I, I, my name is Kevin Devine. I am a huge wrestling fan and I love talking about wrestling. And uh, there's a bunch of really cool wrestling stories and really cool history uh, behind wrestling that, uh, you know, not a whole lot of people know. I think it's fascinating. And uh, there's a lot of dark stuff in here. Uh, in podcasts down the road, we will talk storylines that involve uh, uh, dark stuff. Just uh, like okay. forced marriages. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's forced marriages. People being tied to things that look like crosses. Um, oh God, I'm gonna have you, uh, necrophilia. That's a yeah, big one, buddy. That's okay. Uh, <laughs> that's the only reason I'm here. Yeah. yeah, I'm here for the necrophilia and nothing else. Uh, 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 <laughs> children burning down the house and their brothers are still in there. Uh, uh, there there's there's a big like. There was a big time, mostly in the late '90s, early 2000s, where it was just like. What is going on here? But then we have the simple stories, and it's always just the good guy, the bad guy. And then there's a, sometimes a little stuff behind that, too. But we will cover all of that here. And uh, I have. You know what you just friends. did to us? Yes. You know what you just did to your two friends? You gave us, like, you know how, like, TV shows have, like, a. What's coming this season? Yes. You just, like, did that to us. It's like, we can't fucking you, wait. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, but I'm gonna just jump in here okay, because dark quick. there's there's dark match and that is a match performed before yes. the live TV show starts. You don't see that. Yeah, you don't see that. Yes. I'm just, okay, I'm hold just on. mentioning that's the thing. There's actual yeah. You're right. We're getting ahead of ourselves because what I wanted to say is I got my two friends with me, Matt and Jack, and uh, Jack, uh, Matt, I, I talked to about this and he's one of the few people that'll just stay in the room and ask questions to me when I'm going off on my stories. Yeah, and I'm real big. That's and kind of my qualification. Yes. He's a, we're we're going to sign him up. <laughs> Vince, we got someone for you. Come on down. Uh and then Jack uh Jack reads. I read. He doesn't watch <laughs> wrestling. Hold on, guys. He does not watch wrestling. He reads the AV Club reviews on Monday oh. Night Raw. <laughs> and, and, and SmackDown. Now SmackDown. Now SmackDown. <laughs> Those are the only things I read about wrestling, by the way. That's my only like introduction into wrestling. But, I like right now I am very fascinated by like the James L. Ellsworth. Ellsworth stuff. So we'll I'm fucking fascinated. Second. Okay, let's. But get that's that. all I know. Let's get into that then. Uh, there's a Matt is on a website that has wrestling terms, and he's. We're gonna, trying to find out a name for this podcast. Yeah, and that that's. Hopefully, we have figured it out by now. By the time you're listening to this, but um, uh, Matt's on this website, and he's gonna ask me a couple terms that uh, I'm. I hope I know. Most of them I do know. Some are probably just like one-time use terms. But uh, <laughs> but James Ellsworth, he brought him up. And, oh, I want to say this too. Um, for the most part, we won't be talking about current wrestling right, too figured. much. And it's not – I'm not saying it's just to you, but I'm saying because there's a thousand podcasts out there that review Monday Night Raw, review every pay-per-view. Like – I don't want to do that. I want to talk about the art of the story that is behind all of these matches and behind all of that, how they tie these matches and together. Cause yes, it's the male soap opera and I love it and it gets dark and it gets crazy and it's, it's amazing. So the term jobber, is that on there? Jobber. Uh, yep. Yeah. So for those of you that don't know wrestling, here's who James Ellsworth is. He is what they call a jobber. And what is the definition of a jobber, Matt, since you're looking it's that It's usually a wrestler who is on a long losing streak. Yes. Uh, a jobber is there for the sole reason to make the big guy look good. Uh, <laughs> and and uh, he maybe only hits... It's like, think of it like this: well, it, it is if they're working in the ring, the the main guy, either he's a good guy or a bad guy, but the main contracted guy is gonna is gonna do about eighty percent of the work in the ring. 
the jobber is probably either going to do 20, maybe 10. Uh, he might get one or two hits in there. They brought this guy named James Ellsworth out. He looks real small. So he's really <laughs> small. He has no chin and an offspring tattoo. The chinless wonder. Yes. Uh, they and a brought what tattoo? An offspring tattoo. Okay. The band The Offspring. That's his favorite band. He went by the name James Ellsworth, and it was supposed to be a, a one-time thing because they just they're like we're bringing back jobbers to make our big strong guys look good, and uh, they they said we're also gonna give them the microphone, and so they gave the first jobber they gave the microphone to was this guy who had no chin, looked looked interesting, and they go you think you can beat this guy who's Braun Strowman? He makes you look small, Matt. So, like, <laughs> it, the dude is humongous. And he goes, well, they say any man with two hands has a fighting chance. <laughs> and that blew up the internet. <laughs> any man with two hands has a fighting chance. And then, uh, and then he lost, and they've had to bring him back now. Because he got so popular, they make shirts now, all that stuff. I read like the shirts sold out immediately, they did. and it it doesn't even have that saying on there because that saying some other shirt company when he wasn't signed, he wasn't signed right away. I don't I still don't know if he is, but the, another shirt company was like, we want to make that shirt, and so he said okay, and so they made it, and now WWE can't make it, but. It's just a shirt, shirt of his face, <laughs> and that's it. No words on it. His name's not on it. It's just his face, and it's sold it out. It is a very distinctive face. Yeah, yeah. Well, and not only that, but, like, I'm looking at some pictures of this guy, and honestly, he kind of – it's sort of like, you know, those old promotional things that Andre the Giant used to do where he lifted up two ladies? Well, that's – yeah. That kind of looks like his job is to be the lady on top that, of the mountain. You're, you're so right. That is that is his job, to, to be the guy you know just by looking at him he's never going to win. <laughs> Although he has been, but we'll talk about that later. He hasn't been – We may or may not talk about that later. It's just a matter of – He he hasn't really been winning. Anyway. It's, um, he's kind of being a pawn, right, so between styles and – Yeah. Anyway – We'll move on from that, but jobbers are a big See, thing. See, I know some shit. I know yes. some shit. Jobbers are a big thing, and you'll hear about that a lot here. Uh, uh, jobbers, and then let's go with the normal terms that you'll hear. Uh, Babyface, that is a good guy. Or girl. Women are great wrestlers now, too. They didn't used to be. I'll talk about that later. It's not. It wasn't anything about them. It was all in the booking. It was, hey, you put your shoulder, you put your hand on my shoulder, I'll put my hand on your shoulder, we'll shake our hair, and then one of us will fall down. And that used to be women wrestling because they wouldn't give they wouldn't give them a shot. And then finally, these women that are like, yeah, we're not going to do that. Let's, let's try this. Uh, uh, they're tearing it up now incredibly. And they just, for the first time, as of... Two days ago? Two days ago, uh, from the time this podcast was recorded, uh, as two days ago, they uh, headlined a pay-per-view for the first time ever. Two women did that, and it was amazing. But it was the match itself was amazing. Like, And they – a lot of times – and I – don't quote me on this one because some, someone will probably go, oh, well, there was this one time in 97, but like <laughs> – I remember First time ever they, they did this – Matt, they did. Two women were in the match called Hell in a Cell. It was a no disqualification match. They were beating each other with chairs, throwing each other through tables. You don't see, you didn't see that much, too much anymore. So, it, you know, every once in a while there was an old lady that they would throw to, through a table, and she was. <laughs> we'll talk about her. Oh my God! Will we talk this about one old lady? They just her name was May May Young. And she was, she was like, "I'm the table lady." Like, <laughs> well, not only okay. Let's let's talk about this one then, because this I love that this podcast already is just all about diversions. Yeah. It's very, it's gonna happen a lot until we. We're, what we're gonna do uh, is I'm gonna cover 
going to try to cover at least a character or a storyline a week. But this is the first one. This is an introduction. Uh, let's talk how weird it could get with a story about a man named Mark Henry who went by the name of Sexual Chocolate in the 90s. He is. You're looking him up right now. The 90s was a weird time. The 90s was a weird time. This legitimate. This guy won the world's. He was the world's strongest man. He won the world's strongest man competition. Uh, he also won. Uh, or he was in the Olympics a couple times, or close to the Olympics for, uh, I think, push press or weightlifting, basically. Um, he was a really strong guy and they didn't know what to do with him. They called him sexual chocolate and he was a ladies man and would hit on any lady that he could, including an 80 year old woman named may young, may young. And (laughs) basically he would come out to the ring with her. And then all of a sudden one day she goes, I'm pregnant. (laughs) You're Wait, uh, uh, yeah, no, no I just don't, didn't. Don't, don't, okay. don't, don't, don't look it up. Okay. Okay, hold on, hold Google, on. Google autocomplete <laughs> yeah. just spoiled it. Just for spoiled Matt. it. So, so here's what Matt just saw. She goes, "We're pregnant," and then a month or two later, not too long later, uh, they. Sh- because everyone's like, how's that? How, how's that possible? It's like we're pregnant, and then they have a a birthing scene backstage where there's like doctors and all this stuff going on, and this is now infamous. She gives birth to a hand. <laughs> it's like a rubber hand covered in like gack from the nineties. It's like. It's like got slime all over it and like and now here's the thing. Yes, this is how weird it can get. Here's so yeah, go ahead. Uh, There's so many questions here. I just what is there significance to the hand? So so uh this obviously was Vince McMahon's idea. Uh uh, back then, he did a lot of the writing, and uh, he did uh, a couple other people did too. But uh, but Mark Henry went up to him. He goes, "What? What is it? What's so funny about this?" And he goes, "It's a hand!" And like, so that's all we're gonna get. That's all. Like, there there was no significance to it. It was just it's some, a hand. He just thought it was hilarious. So it is like, yeah. I wish I could explain more on the hand. And, uh, <laughs> what? No, no. Wait, okay. Let's, Are you looking at a picture of the hand? I'm He's looking definitely picture, looking, yeah, at a looking at a picture of the hand. It really, it looks like someone took like raw chicken and covered it in gack, like yeah. clear gack. It, it's it's gack. It's so nasty. Uh, but so who is such a fucking '90s thing to yeah. do? Like, let's the, cover it in. <laughs> The only use we know for Gak right now is to make things look gross. <laughs> Pretty much. But the the lady, the the May Young, Young. How long? So she, how long was she? I mean, was she she like around? She was before? she was a wrestler back in the day. Now back in the day when they had territories and stuff, there was there was a WWF, but uh, it it wasn't this big global thing that we know today. It wasn't on TV. It was on local TV and probably the Northeast. But, uh, and when I, again, people are going to be like, it was actually in Boston. It, it was Northeast Territory, basically. But, uh, she would go around to territories. She would be wrestling the guys. So she was tough. And I think she even got thrown through, through a table when she was in her 80s. <laughs> uh, she was tough. A lot of people don't know it. Uh, but, she like basically her and a uh, a lady called the fabulous moolah still kind of transitioned into what no i'm just gonna say okay so like if you look in her wikipedia page yes it immediately says early career 1939 yes. to 1999 wow that's her early career that's her early career <laughs> wow she uh yeah she wrestled everywhere and then and then i think in 99 what they're saying is wwe picked her up 
Uh, yeah. Matt hasn't or, scrolled that far down. I haven't scrolled that. I just yet. honestly, I got really excited and then I stopped. Yeah. So, so WWE probably picked her up somewhere around there. Um, and, and like, she's just yeah. been, she, she passed away not a couple years ago, I think. But yeah, uh, she was, she was that tough that people were throwing her through tables. She was in, she was at least in a wrestling ring, not wrestling a match, but in a wrestling ring at the age of 90. But, uh, but she was, there was she just She sounds something. like one tough cookie. Oh my God. I really yeah. just want to give her a hand. Oh, she has three. <laughs> <laughs> she will give you one. And she will. <laughs> Do you know? Do you know? I was sitting it's on that joke hand. for a full minute. <laughs> what? Do you know I was sitting on that joke for yeah, a full minute? I'm sure you were. But this um, is what I bring to the podcast. <laughs> I'll so, bring the microphones and the puns. So I could I could talk little stories of like that all day because that one's infamous just just because like it was like what is going on here. And no one could really explain what was going on there. Like, I, I wish I could tell you that they did talk about the hand a little bit more. Yeah, did, they, did the hand ever grow up? No. Like, you just... I, I think I think maybe as, as a joke years later, someone did do that. But I I want to say they did or, or else it was just a thing I saw on the internet where someone dressed up as a hand. But, uh... <laughs> Hand goes to college. Hand goes to college. <laughs> Sexual hand. He takes after his dad. Takes uh, <laughs> nope, never mind. What were you going to say? I want to say Jack just what? like fell asleep and woke up in like two second span. <laughs> He like was laying back and then just wait. Something about the mind. phrase "sexual hand" like made him yeah. just kind of. <laughs> Holy shit! I was leaning back, laughing silently because this is ridiculous. It is ridiculous. What? 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 Right? Did they find a hand that combined, like? the the DNA of the parents or is this like it's some white hand oh it looked I, like just some like crappy white it, hand it, no like, it, it, it was like, just it was just go to a Halloween store find a hand and uh, yeah oh, you I, know what I doubt it was even I doubt like Vince even said hey go find a hand I'm sure he was out and about he saw the hand. And thought it would be from the way he said. First off, because it's a hand. First off, he's a real he's a real big fan of the Adams family. It, I don't he think was... he's out and about much. I'm I'm gonna say from what I hear, everything I hear, he's the first guy at work, the last guy to leave, no matter what time you're leaving. And then the people have said they've run into him in hotel lobbies where he's up at. 345 in the gym with creatine and all this the dude is i think he's 71 now yeah he's he's up there. i think he's 71 yeah but uh maybe 70 i think he just turned 70 but yeah he's he's up there and he still has arms bigger than me like it it's insane but uh yeah no, he's 71 he's 71 his birthday is uh august, august. 24th. yeah oh man uh same day as my niece but <laughs> day before my brother. Yeah, there you go. But yeah, he uh uh yeah, he he lives and breathes it and he's going to die doing that yeah. job. But I'm what I, I'm saying is I'm sure what, he did, real saw quick, the let's take bets on like how he's here. gonna die in the ring. <laughs> he won't die in the ring. He's probably gonna die backstage or in his office. He's gonna be like yelling at someone he'll backstage. He'll definitely oh, yeah. be haunting the place afterwards. Oh god, yes. He and will. I'm sure like everyone else will make that a plot. Yes. Yeah, yeah, he's good. The dead Vince McMahon is going to be like a plot point, and then like Triple H is going to be like, "Let's bring him back." Probably. <laughs> I'm I'm surprised ghosts haven't come in too much. I mean, demons kind of have, and, and so and yes, but they've toyed with the they've toyed with it. Demons have, yes, but uh, uh from what you've told me off podcast, then, I understand. Then let's have this loose subject here: is bad props. <laughs> and I don't have a lot of stories off the top of my head, but when you say bad props, here's what I go with. 
Uh, I think I've told Matt this, but it's the story of the Shockmaster. Now, if you guys look this up right away, you're going to see what I'm talking about. So hold on. Hold off, yeah. Matt. Yeah. Because so, I'm accidentally seeing what's on your screen. So, so the Shockmaster uh, uh, was a wrestler in WWE called Tugboat. He went over to another promotion at WCW, and they needed something for him. And, and uh, the guy who was running the show at the time was Dusty Rhodes. He said they needed a big guy, and he goes, I want him to be called the Shockmaster. That's how he talks. I want him to be called the Shockmaster. He's going to he's gonna be shocking, and I want him to wear a hat, that, a mask that looks like a stormtrooper but silver, like something weird. And he told his props department that. And he goes, and I want, I want him to show up and just burst through the wall with fire going off. And and whatever, th- I will say this. This is, uh, TBS was <laughs> was WCW, basically. And this was whatever in Georgia, I believe. So whatever props department they had in Georgia was just like, okay, yeah, here's what he got. He got an actual Storm he- Trooper's helmet. Covered in glittery <laughs> silver, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which Lord knows how the guy was supposed to see through that. Like, like sequins or like spray painted. It was like literally glittery spray, spray painted. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Fuck. It, they look. It looks. It, yeah. So can I pull it up now? Pull can up the mask because here's what's gonna happen. So they they discovered. Oh, he can't talk through this. So they were had another guy, Arn Anderson talking for him yeah if you could see jack's face right now uh he's talking for him yeah <laughs> yes that's what it looks like, that's what it looks like. anyone listening to this please, please look it up look th- like if you are not a wrestling person and you don't know what kevin is talking about please look it up it will change your life i need it <laughs> so here's what you need to look up next Look up the whole intro because here's what happens. He bursts through the wall, and now apparently on the test run, he did it fine. And then when they rebuilt the wall, they put a two-by-four right near the feet. So the guy falls through the wall. The mask comes (laughs) flying off. He reaches around for the mask, puts it on, and you hear Ric Flair or someone else in the back just goes... This is fucking stupid. On mic. <laughs> on mic. WWE has picked up the clip and they've, they've, you, they beep it out. But it was on mic and on live TV. You just hear, this is fucking. <laughs> and uh, the guy, the guy then stands up and then starts pointing. And then the guy on the microphone is like, you are able to. You got, yeah. The guy who, hey, you, blah, blah, blah. So I don't have audio from the video going into this just because I don't want to deal with any kind of like. Yeah, I get yeah, yeah, I get right. what you're saying, but please, uh, if if you are if you if but you're I interested, want Matt look to see the, this. Please yeah. look it up. Oh yeah, I've seen it. It's magical. It's, it's magical. Oh, there is fire there's, before. There's a little bit of pyro, and he falls through, picks up the helmet, and then starts pointing. And he shakes He's it off. shaking it, it off, and like. <laughs> He kind of just stands there for a minute being like, I don't know yeah. what to do. Yeah. And now he's pointing to himself and pointing so, at himself. So here's what you might think, though. That was the character's debut and finale. Oh, he also, <laughs> yeah. That was it. And he was, uh, he was Also, you can up. totally tell it's someone else talking on yes. a mic mm-hmm. for him because it's way too clear. Oh yes, yeah. Uh, it was his first and last. They tried something later at another promotion called Super Shockmaster, but I don't count that. But uh, but yes, he he came back in Super Shockmaster. He claimed, <laughs> okay, I guess we'll talk about this. <laughs> I haven't really seen too many clips of this, but he claimed that it that was another that was his uncle. It was his uncle Fred. Perfect. Nice. It was the same Perfect. wrestler. <laughs> doing it he's like my uncle fred the shock master i'm the super shock master and uh the whole term uncle fred came by because the guy who was running it dusty Rhodes, that was actually his brother-in-law who felt who was shock master and he was laughing so hard when it happened and he had a little desk that people came by after the show and he would talk to he comes by with a helmet 
puts it down on the desk and is like, I don't know if that worked. He goes, you think it didn't work? And just is like, no, we're not doing this again. And then apparently uh, Dusty Rhodes' son was watching, who's now a wrestler now, Cody Rhodes. Uh, he was watching, and the second they see that, the only thing he says is, I think that's Uncle Fred. <laughs> So then they just dubbed that as Uncle Fred. But yes, uh, uh, that is when props went wrong for it. There's also a couple things where they tried having contests on the air and they just failed miserably. Like, there was one where it was if you signed up on the internet, uh, they were giving away a million dollars, but you had to be home and watching Raw at the time because they put a, a word up. So there's a lot of rules already. Um, Vince McMahon did not know how to operate a phone. He didn't know, <laughs> like, because he kept he would like get busy signals. He would see the number and then would try to dial it, and then like it would just be hello hello and then people would just not pick up all all the time it was a disaster of a segment (laughs) it was it was not good uh so those are yeah those are when those go wrong uh as far as props going wrong nothing comes to my did they give away the money like or did or did they intentionally mess it up i think i they didn't i don't think they intentionally messed up they might have given it away but uh, I think eventually they just like they had a set for it, and the whole thing ended by just like, well, the set broke just because like they had it <laughs> crashing down. Like, well, that's the end of that. Uh, but uh, it was it was a disaster of a segment, which you'll hear about a lot of those. Here's what I love, like I, I like I, like you said, I've never watched any of it. But I love the way you're describing it because, like, I'm very much from the theater world. Yes. I did theater in, in high school and, and one of my degrees is in theater. And it's just so – it's live theater. It that is live can theater. go completely off the rails. Well it- – or and, like – And gymnastics and like – Right. Like, it's yes. theater yeah, and it's- gymnastics and, and yeah – so I uh, I have I have a friend that actually saw this happen. It, it was at a live show, which live shows. When you hear me say the term live show, uh, those are show that shows that are not on TV. They they just travel around and and do them live. Uh, for the most part, it's the same matches, and then you'll see those people wrestling on Monday or on Sunday because they just kind of warm up and stuff for for you know couple thousand people probably more than that eight thousand or so but uh maybe ten anyway uh there there was uh there was one that my friend saw and there's a guy named hacksaw jim duggan yeah he came out with a two by four holding a two by four i did not do my research i don't know the significance behind that but he preempted the log lady from twin peaks just saying anyway (laughs) he he would do a thing where he would throw the two by four up in the air, catch it and then go, Oh, and then, then do his finishing move. Not even with the two by four, but just do his finishing move. That was his whole buildup. Uh, my friend saw this happen in St. Louis where he throws it up in the air and then in the lights loses it. And it just hits him right on the forehead <laughs> And then in a daze, you're like, I don't think it hit hard. I think he was just like, what? And then looks down and just grabs it. Oh! <laughs> Tried to pull it off. Yeah, that is hilarious. Uh, but, like, the thing you're not saying is this, this guy looks like he already took, like, a two-by-four of the head. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. He, he's a weird dude if yeah. you ever hear him talk. Uh, yes, he, he did look like uh, – so we, we went over some of the terms. Babyface is the good guy. Heel is the bad guy. Right. Tweener. A tweener is like you don't know. It's in between. Well, that's the thing I don't quite get about about yes. wrestling is you've got very distinct roles. You've got you've got your mm-hmm. heel and your babyface, and then you've got this this tweener person. So I mean, it, it seems like they're just like good bad. So you don't see, gray, you know, it's, I, it's more gray. You don't, you don't see tweener too often, but 
what it might be with tweener is uh is like a lot of times are the anti-heroes they're they're not yeah. the guys they're not the guys that you're like uh in the 90s it brought us stone cold steve austin chug beer gave the middle finger to everyone but he was the good guy yeah and so that's where it's like stone cold oh, 316 everyone loved him but he wasn't doing bad guy stuff. He wasn't cheating during matches. He wasn't doing all that stuff that bad guys do. Uh, so, tweener, what is the definition on there? It just said it. It literally just says someone who goes back and forth between being a good guy and a bad guy. Um, it might be career, but like, I think that's that's just it. Doesn't happen too often. Sometimes you have one where it's just kind of like. We don't know what he is yet, so we're just gonna see how the crowd reacts. Well, I, I, so I that's not necessarily. In my mind, it was someone who might be in the middle of turning or something. That that could be a two. There's a guy like that right now, uh, Seth Rollins, who's in the middle of turning, and he's a month ago would have been called a tweener, if you will. But uh, well, I think that's so funny too because like it's it's there's there's very. So what is is just a, a bad guy just someone who cheats during during so, the match? Then? So yes, um, a little bit. Uh, now you got you got like I said, Steve Austin was not an exception, but he changed it where it was just like he wasn't your what they call a white meat baby face. He was he wasn't the all American, you know, pristine hair. Not like they would they would just kind of have this look about them and. Would Hulk Hogan would always say, "Say your prayers, take your vitamins, kid, yeah. all that stuff." Uh, but he was what they call the white meat baby face. Steve Austin would chug beer after his matches. He would give the his finishing move his instead of throwing a log up in the air. He <laughs> he would give the person the finger and then do his finishing move. That was just him, but he wasn't doing stuff that made him a bad guy. What really makes you a bad guy? A, the insulting the crowd, saying you're better than the crowd, um, cheating during matches. But then there's also the low blows that happen. If someone is, uh, if someone, it looks like they're, if if your finishing move is a leg lock if you're trying to finish with a leg lock you're gonna for the whole match beat the crap out of that leg and that's what people see as a cheap move yeah there's a there's a bunch of things in the match but the thing you will always see is the heel always thinks he's the greatest ever and he's better than everyone else and then when he does a move even though you know he's going to get booed, he'll show to the crowd, like, look at me. He'll show off about it. He'll, or, or her, but, uh, he'll, he'll, it, it can be very complicated, but it's mostly, you can do whatever the hell you want. You're a, you're a bad dude. You insult the audience, you yell at them. Uh, I even heard a heel recently there. It was a, basically a friendship angle where they were, there's two best friends at one time. Now they hate each other. They're feuding. And the heel goes, he wanted to fight me. I'm the victim here, which was amazing. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, I'd be fine without him. I'm the victim. And that's just the the standard, like, no, I'm not doing anything wrong. Because even if you look at any classic uh, villains on any TV or anything, they think they're right the entire time. Right. Any yeah. comic book you read, any right. One of my favorite things in like writing and re and stuff like great villains never see themselves as the as villain. the bad guy. Yes, yes, they never see themselves as the bad guy, and that's what that's what the a good heel is. A baby face is always can see. Oh, well, maybe, maybe you're right. Maybe, you know, it's, or they're like, well, I'm going to fight for this. I'm going to, all these kids are out here. And then a heel go, I don't give a crap about these kids. <laughs> the guy I'm referring to now, his name's Kevin Owens. He at one time had a kind of a, a breaking bad, like, like 
character where it wasn't he wasn't making meth but it was like i'm doing this for my family i don't give a crap about your kid my kid needs to get fed like it was very like so you didn't know whether to you're like is he a bad guy like they <laughs> he's taking that. he's taking care of his kid real right. good like yeah, yeah. They, they stopped that because he was very like it was very like i will cheat to win because my kid needs to eat it's like was that a bad thing? <laughs> <laughs> so yes, they did change that, but uh, which actually I I kind of like that. In, oh, I love theory it. because it is very Walter White of like yeah. he's doing these awful things, but ostensibly it's for his family. Yes, it, I mean yeah. I, I mean I guess I don't know how the Kevin Owens thing turned out, but I mean you, we've all seen Breaking Bad. Yes, he does it. He ends up just do keeps on doing it because he loves yeah being and that's kind of what happened. A kingpin, but uh. <laughs> It's kind of what spoilers happens, if you haven't anyway, finished fucking yeah. Breaking Bad. It's yet. been years. I I haven't I haven't watched it. Well, then you never will. <laughs> I no. You ruined you people, ruined it for me, Jack. People keep you saying it I me. need to get around to it. It's like right, like you would have if you really were gonna get. Look, I'll say right now. I'm a I, couple years ago because I still say that about about The Wire. If mm-hmm. anyone spoils The Wire for me, that's if on you do you. it right now on purpose, you're a dick. But, right. but if it's like you're saying, oh, th- this is who killed so-and-so on the wire, it's like, that's on me. That's- no, yeah, that's – that. I have the same thing. I have the wire, and then I've also got, like, uh, Mad Men. I'm like, I'll get around to watching it. I probably never will, and if you spoil it for me on accident, like, I cannot get mad because that's just on me for not watching it. So uh, about this podcast a little bit more, we're going to cover more stuff uh, – on other podcasts we're going to cover more subjects um again a, a little bit more things there's some of the heels uh are trapped in time <laughs> being that you will not see this happen today there is definitely a guy that's only only an evil heel because he's gay <laughs> and that's it uh there's uh, well sort of then he brought a wife out, and everyone got real confused. Uh, <laughs> is, so most of the stories you're going to be telling, though, are from like kind of the 90s era? Most of the – because that's when the good storytelling was happening. Now, there's other ones. I'm going gonna, gonna to debate you – never mind. Go ahead. I was going to say, I'm going to debate you on calling someone being a heel just because they're gay. Uh, you could debate that. Bad. Bad. Oh, it was bad. I'm not – But that's the 90s. It was the early nineties. That's the yeah. That's the early nineties. And I won't say he was a, he. There so, was other stuff. Okay, let me extenuating I'll, I'll talk about this. It was Gold Dust. It was early. Yeah, Gold, Gold Dust. Dust. He was awesome. Too. Now he was. It, it wasn't. You know? it, oh, I used to. Wa- I used to watch. Oh, okay. I used to watch wrestling a it lot. It wasn't that, like, it, especially in like the. But think early about years. this, Jack. I love that we're at varying levels I'm, of like yeah. yeah. <laughs> think about this, Jack. I wouldn't say it was. A heel just for that fact, uh, but it was mostly that it was very Doctor Frankenfurter, if you will. It was yeah. very in your face, and then one of the moves, like the he'll put someone in a full Nelson, and then he would just go down their chest and like yeah. just freak them out, yeah. and that yeah. was a he was, was, so he was also he was, a sexual yeah. predator. He was, he a was sexual predator. He was just trying great portrait to paint. Of a gay man. Yeah. So gay it was sexual predators, y'all. First off, they never admitted it. <laughs> yeah. But what I'm going off of is his brother, Cody Rhodes, uh, then said that recently he went to uh, UCB West where they, they had a wrestling show and they had that 90s, because Gold Dust has gone through many changes, uh, but they had that 90s character came out and he goes, ooh, you guys are going to hate me because I'm gay. I'm going to get so much heat, which is hate. And like someone ends up like, no, it's 2016, dude. No one cares. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, ooh, really? And like two other guys stand up like, no, we, we really don't care, dude. It's, it's fine. And then it's like, oh, and then like two dudes are making out on the side. It's like, oh, those guys have heat. Like, no, they don't. <laughs> so that's where it's like there was definitely trapped in time there. Right. Now, the, uh, the guy who wrote a lot of the stuff back then was gay. 
he came out at the age of 70, but he, he good was for him. good Better for him. Better late than never. Better late than never. Real, and I'll talk about this guy. Really cool. If you, if you, he just put out a book, a uh, really cool guy named Pat Patterson. Uh, I don't know if you know him or not, but no, I, I, not, I, he, he was an old wrestler that they basically, most of the writing for a lot of the times was just hit, booking. I will say was him and Vince McMahon. That was Vince McMahon. Oh, no, yeah, no, I do know that guy. Yeah, I, yeah his picture popped up. First like, Intercontinental yeah. Champion ever, that that whole thing. But he was he, he came out many years later, and uh, he hasn't commented on Gold Dust or anything. But I think it, I think it was just – it was I, more of – It's of the time. It is very of I, the time. I will say it was very Rocky Horror Picture Show-like yeah. where like, they were just the, trying to challenge your sexual – And not, not only that, but Gold Dust wasn't – like you said, He never you kinda, said it. Yeah, True. Gold Dust was also. I'm only like, going off of what Kevin just. Right. I know, and I I wasn't. He was like the thing about him though was like he was like the kind of guy that 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 it wasn't just about about beating you. It was about making you like getting into your it, yeah feel feel violated. So he is he do this like blowing like yeah stuff at you. He like, blow he'd gold make dust. It, he'd be like. And he would just like just so blow. you know, Matt just sensually blew on yeah. my face, and that's what he'd do. Like he would like he'd kind of make eyes at like the the character that he was performing with, and he'd just go. Bleh. But here's the thing, he he wasn't he, he he wasn't a good. That's all he was doing back then. Yeah. It didn't make him a good guy. Yeah. That, fair. It, fair. It was the. I'm not saying. Okay, I wasn't saying because yeah, he was doing creepy stuff. A. He right. was. Yeah. Yeah. He was doing creepy stuff, but that was the whole thing of the when, character. When I do that to my wife, she gets creeped out too. Oh yes. So it's not. It's not. It, it goes both ways. <laughs> Wait, when, and then when you blow your wife a sensual air kiss. Whenever I blow uh, sparkles at her <laughs> like that, exactly. She's like, she's like, this is. You oh, need to stop. Go away. Yeah. <laughs> You're sleeping on the couch, Matt. Stop blowing glitter in our bed. I've got so many more sparkles. <laughs> that that was the ambiguous character back then. Uh, they have, back then they never had a uh, a wrestler that was openly gay that was active uh, uh, until recently. Uh, a guy named Darren Young. And Is that, that the who's got the boys? Or is that no, a different that's guy? different. We'll talk about. Oh my god, we'll talk about that <laughs> later. But uh, I need uh, Jack. We'll show you this because this is amazing. Yeah, it's amazing. And he he's he's ambiguous too. He's not. Yeah. yeah oh, he doesn't yeah. like. Okay. No, he does. He he doesn't do that because he even. Okay, we got lost. We got lost. <laughs> Darren Young, uh, he was part of this tag team. He was at the airport, and TMZ asked him. Uh, just randomly, just they, you know how TMZ always just asks like a random question to someone, just like, oh, this is somewhat relevant. Like, we'll ask you since you're in this and try to get something out of them. And uh, they asked him, they go, do you think a UFC fighter or a wrestler could come out and be gay and be successful? And he just goes, I'm successful. I'm gay. And they go, what? And he goes, does that change anything? And they're like, no and like apparently to that point he's told no one at all in the organization and like it was just one of those gut reaction things that he he just came out and then all of a sudden like the cameras walk away walk away and he goes oh crap (laughs) and he like (laughs) he was worried about nothing well today if this was the 90s different but like he called he called WWE, they're like, he's like, hey, this just happened. He's throwing up and shaking, and they're like, it's fine. <laughs> <They're> like, <laughs> okay, and they're like, they're like, okay, that's fine. And then like, finally, he got a call from uh, from a couple like higher ups, and they're like, we just want you to know you have our support. You don't need to freak out about this. <laughs> and so it was like, I know it's a big deal. I I'm not undermining that, but yeah. he was in his mind, he was just like. Oh, everyone's really cool about this, and I've been 
building this up for this long and it was just one guy that was asking a douchey question at the airport that he's like yeah you got a problem <laughs> uh but well, they, honestly he was he you said i mean he was basically the first open I he, mean, was, he was he was like, the first he's the first like, I, mean, I mean you got a guy that's been in the business for 50 years and then didn't come out until he was 70 so yeah. so yeah it was like it was a thing that people were afraid of but guys backstage knew each other then they didn't care mm. you know and there's some they didn't care and everyone's like well it's a very macho thing you think they would and like no no one cares <laughs> they asked john cena he's like i don't care <laughs> they're like <laughs> would you change in the same locker room and he goes that's a stupid question <laughs> <laughs> and it is it is it's oh the, god is I, it? that's a stupid ass it's question. a stupid question and he goes it's also probably the answer is i yeah. Oh, yeah, and yeah, like, and he basically right said now. that. He basically said that. <laughs> giving like, you this, I am John Cena. And I'm giving you this interview naked. I don't give a I'm, fuck who's seen yeah, my I'm, dick. Like, yeah, well, and, and let's talk about the costumes. Yeah, let's talk about the just, costumes. Well, let's talk about some of the moves. So little where, to the imagination. <laughs> some of the moves too, like balls are like on chins. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so no, no like, one, no one cared. In and this, I, I don't want to say this to be inflammatory, but like. I, this is one of my favorite jokes I've ever heard, and it's like someone—it was some TV show or something. It's like wrestling's real gay, and they're like, "How do you figure?" It's like it's men in spandex fighting over a belt. Oh yeah, I, <laughs> I can't defend that either. Like, cause it's it's like, okay, yeah. I mean, I I there there was one that was an ambiguous wrestler, and he's like, "I want that belt. It's an accessory." And I thought I thought it was very funny, but. It, <laughs> he, he goes with everything. He I goes own. with everything. I built my wardrobe around this belt. <laughs> yes. That'd be, that'd be a great gimmick. Yeah. If that's so, the only yes. reason they're wrestling. Is <laughs> he wants the belt? The for belt. Like, he's, he's got he's got jackets that are like shaped like like the bottom just it's shaped just around the, the belt. They've got the jacket and the sh- yeah everything's just cut out around where the belt would go. So here's what Matt was talking about then. There's, what are we talking about? We're, we're going to be talking about Dalton Castle. And I'm going to have you look him up. He's an ambiguous. Since we already went on this ambiguous, we're just covering it now. Uh, Dalton Castle uh, channels. And to, oh, God. To the say boys. that. Okay. He, it's him. I'm in love with it. He comes out with two muscle men in speedos and, yep, and peacock yep, yep, feathers. Yep, yep. And, he co- and he opens everything with, I'm Dalton Castle and these are my boys. And very southern, over the top thing. And I'm going to have you look that up. Over the top entrance. Look it up later. He also uses them as human furniture sometimes. Yeah, he sits on them. He, he sits on them. Fucking fabulous and and he channels and like when he, when someone asks him about it he's like he's like they're like well you're trying to be you're, you're trying <laughs> he's, to be, like, he's, like, he's like no i'm trying to be like okay we need, I did, we I need did. to acknowledge what jack yeah I, I really jack literally he pulled up a picture of dalton castle and then put his hand over the picture in a loving touching manner no i need to say why it's a PNG with a blank background. You can put him in front of anything. That's why I did that. Oh, okay. I was sure. like, sure. it's a PNG, you guys. I thought it was a very like sure. lovely, like, oh, sweet prince. <laughs> no, I mean maybe it was a little bit of okay, that. Okay, yeah, but you it can't, has. It, it, we saw what we yeah, saw. Yeah. Was, you can't wiggle out no, of that. It's got, I'm saving this image as right now, <laughs> so that I can use this PNG. And put it into Photoshop and put anything I want behind <laughs> Dalton Castle. Including himself. Yeah, including your, your vacation to me, Disney World. Like, <laughs> like behind him, like with my head on his shoulder, like real cute. Besties. <laughs> like, uh, what are we doing today, honey? This is us in Florida. <laughs> so Dalton Castle does... Does not wrestle for WWE. I don't think he ever will. But uh, so, what does he do? What is he it, with? It, it's a company called Ring of Honor. Okay, uh, they're the ones. If you ever left on uh, like ABC Thirty late, and then you see wrestling, and you're like, "What is this?" That's that. Um, okay, I'm glad we touched on him then. 
And I'm glad I've literally glad touched, you touched on, on him. him. <laughs> you touched him too. So let me let me t- like he he doesn't do the gold dust stuff too much. It's he more comes out like Freddie Mercury or yeah. David Bowie. He, like his whole thing is peacock feathers. It's peacock. He calls himself the peacock. Okay. Uh, and and he'll he'll come out and he instead of going up on the walking up or sliding into the ring. He steps on the boys. They they form a human step, and then he goes to the ring, and they undress him, and and it's it. People nowadays go nuts over it. They love it. They love the fact that he does that. And uh, and so do yeah. people still use like outside of mm-hmm. like WWE? Yeah. Do people still use the same terms oh, yeah. as like fa- baby it's face? A, it's and... a universal. Okay. Thing. Cool. I mean, like I said, it, it started in Carnival days, and it's it's gonna stick. Like you said before we started recording. Oh, it's yeah. all right. a whole. Did I say that we before? Wrong. Yeah. Oh, uh, so kayfabe, uh, all that stuff. Uh, Mark is basically the fan. Uh, all all of them are. All those come from Carnival days because wrestling started in carnivals. I think that's all uh, for this still, one. Do, what? I'm just so in fucking tree. Like with, with Dalton Dalton. Castle. And I need to like I'm start gonna... censoring myself because I remember what you said about PG13, and I'm just. Oh, it's all right. I I just want to. I just right now. I just want to see like yeah. Two days like two days from now, I'm gonna like call up Jack, and he's just like, I've been watching Dalton Castle. Castle yeah. I will say, as soon as I close this tab, I will forget his name. But it's uh, fine. Will you? Probably. I'm, I'm okay. probably not even going to do anything with that picture I downloaded. But yeah. I downloaded it. It's in my... Don't, it's in don't, this. You, don't you lie. I, I just don't see you a lie crush happening right I do now. Too. Like, Here's the thing. He's <laughs> not my type, oh, he's really. Not? Okay. I'm just very into the idea of his whole thing. No, he's... My, He's my type. He's amazing. What are you talking about? I will dump my wife in a second. See, when it when it comes to when it comes to people, uh, when it comes to uh, the the women wrestlers, there are some that I'm like, oh, oh, I can't stop thinking about her. Whatever, you know, wrestling crushes or whatever. But so, a lot of times it's like that ring announcer, though. <laughs> For me. It, <laughs> There's one named Jojo. We won't talk about our forbidden love, but it's uh. Our forbidden love. No one else knows who Jojo is. Like, oh, that girl that just kind of stands over in the corner. Like, yeah, I love her. That's Jojo. We have a thing. No, we don't. (laughs) I. (laughs) All right. But yeah, that's that's all you're gonna say. It's not like. Like when she, I'm, I'm not now. I'm not gonna put my hand over her picture or anything. But it's. I'm not gonna touch it. I'm not gonna touch it lovingly, with my fingertips just hey, grazing down doing, the V-neck. Hey, all I was doing was admiring the fact that it had a transparent background. B. Uh, I'm trying to make a hand baby with him. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And I think that's the perfect note to leave off of. Uh, We'll see you next time. I'm Kevin. I'm Jack. I'm Matt. Bye.